All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Other Life Podcast. Tonight we're doing a little somewhat impromptu live show. I do not have Ben here with me today. I'm doing this all by myself. We uh, got a lot going on at the moment where the podcast is growing. We're improving our operations. Ben is about to graduate from university, and I've I've committed to paying him properly uh, when he graduates. At which point he'll be working, you know, real hours for me. So uh, we're kind of getting things together. So it's a bit. It's a bit of work, just kind of uh, upgrading the workflows and all of that. So we'll keep doing some fun live shows like this, but Ben may or may not be here. He'll probably be here for some, not for others, since I have him doing real editing. If you notice the last podcast that came out, it was very nice looking, wasn't it? And hopefully sounded quite good. Those take editing and Ben's helping with that now. So uh, yeah, we're going to figure things out. Might be a little, a little unpredictable what I post and when I post it, but definitely expect a lot of content and consistently. So that's for sure. Uh, we got an, an interesting agenda today. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow this guy, Luke Smith. He's a he's a YouTuber. He's kind of uh, well. We'll analyze his his persona in a minute, in a little while. But uh, he recently called me out. So uh, someone, a, f- a couple of people, actually sent me the clip. So uh, we'll watch that, and I'll reply to that. Um, and what else we got? We got uh, my friend Marin Nelson is going to join me. I've been doing this podcast, Chat for God on the side it's been a bit of a, a side project for the within the other life media empire and it's been fun it's been interesting people quite like it it's it's a pretty you know unique little concept but uh people do like it but Marin and I are going to we have some plans for it and some updates on what we're doing so uh we're she's going to join me in a minute and we'll have her on for just a little while and uh we'll talk a little bit about the future of chat for god since we haven't been uploading. In other words, I'll give you the quick, uh, you know, the quick foreshadowing here is that uh, we're going to put Chat for God on hiatus, but we still love the concept and we're very grateful for everyone's interest in the show. We just don't really, uh, we have a we have a larger plan for it, or at least a we want to share with you our thinking on it and give you a little bit of an update on that. And yeah, oh, and then some other just basic news in the other life ecosystem I wanted to share with everyone. And of course, as always, uh, people can post super chats and questions. I'm happy to take questions if anyone wants to ask anything or talk about anything in particular. Um, I got vaccinated today. I didn't want to do it, honestly, uh, but my wife and I are trying to get pregnant. Well, okay, we are trying to make my wife pregnant. She gets upset with me when I say that we're trying to get pregnant because you know, rightfully she claims only she can get pregnant, but it does take two to tango. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I need to get the right phrasing for that. I don't know, but we are uh, trying to get my wife pregnant and uh, we're, so she wants to be extra careful about, you know, the, the coronavirus. And I really, really want to get back into jujitsu. Um, so I'm, I'm like fed up. So to put her at ease and to be able to get back into jujitsu, I'm just getting the fucking vaccine and then she'll be at ease and won't have to worry about it. If it were up to me, I, if I was just a single dude, I would probably not get it just because I avoid doctors and medical things in general. I don't think there's anything too bad about this vaccine. I do not think that Bill Gates is, you know, implanting, you know, microchips through the vaccine or something like that. I think it's probably fine, but I do think it's generally wise to avoid any external medicine if you can, just because of iatrogenics this concept that is not as well known as it should be but basically you know iatrogenics basically refers to whenever professional medicine causes harm and there's a lot of iatrogenics there's actually a lot of research on this now it's made popular by people like uh nasim taleb but it's actually pretty frightening when you look at it 
simply going to the hospital or going to any kind of doctor uh, has surprisingly outside negative effects statistically. Not in all contexts, and it's you know somewhat of a conditional statement, but in general, I do think it's a healthy Lindy, if you will, attitude, especially for you know young healthy men to just avoid doctors. I mean, it's kind of a stereotype, right? About men, you know, men never want to go to the doctors, but I think there's a, there's actually some wisdom to it because yeah, it can cause as much harm as good sometimes. And that's always been, I mean, my dad was always like that. My grandfather was always one of those guys and I'm definitely one of those guys too. I just avoid it all. But, uh, every now and then you make a calculated decision, get in, you get out. And so I got vaccinated. I'm feeling fine for what it's worth. Um, yeah, my arm feels a little heavy, a little weird, but, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I have a fairly good immune system, so I don't think it'll be a problem. All right. So that's pretty much the agenda for today. I think I laid it out. We'll talk about a few other things. If anyone wants to throw questions or whatever, I'm happy to, happy to field some, uh, there's a little bit of other news in the, in the other life ecosystem, but, um, my friend Marin here from my, my chat for God co-host is here in the wings. So I'm going to bring her in and uh, we will give you an update on the chat for God podcast. Hey, Marin, what's up? Can you hear me and see me? Okay. I can. Can you hear me? Yep. You're good. How you I, doing? I'm good. I joined to hear you talk about your immune system, <laughs> which felt like an ideal moment. Yeah. I got the vaccination today. First dose of the Pfizer. Nice. Did you get vaccinated? I got COVID pretty recently. Oh so. yeah, that's right. Nature's vaccine. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I figure yeah. I have a while though. So many people ask me now that I feel ashamed. Like it doesn't matter that I've had COVID recently. I should just get it pronto. Yeah. Well, at least do you feel relieved having gotten it? Uh, I do. I do. I was never that scared. I'm from Texas. So, you know, we're constitutionally convinced we're never going to die. And upon death, we will, in fact, just become immortal. So it's really not that scary. Hell yeah. That is the that is the appropriate attitude. And that is absolutely my attitude as well. So um, I was just telling the audience that I, I really only got vaccinated because Ari and I are trying to have a baby. And so Ari is like, just wants to be like extra careful about everything. And so, uh, and I really want to get back into jujitsu. So I just was like, all right, I'll just do this. And then we, we won't have to worry about anything. And if it were me, I probably wouldn't do it. But, um, uh, sometimes it makes sense too, for the, for the greater good of the, of the family, you know, peace of mind. It's yeah. It's good to have a more responsible spouse. (laughs) 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 That's what spouses are for. I think. Yeah. Well, when, when we find out that, there is a weird, um, unexpected negative side effect that only comes in at like 400 days after you take the first dose and Oof. half of the world drops dead. Um, we'll, we, we can revisit the question of who, who's the smart one, but no. <laughs> you bet, I mean, if you're going to talk game like that, you better put some money on it. I'm just saying. True, it, yeah. yeah. I accept crypto. Like it can even be some <laughs> coin you're just going to burn anyways, but yeah. something must be at stake. No, but I, I think it's, I was just saying, I think it's perfectly fine. I try to avoid medicine, but I think, I think the vaccine's perfectly fine. So, um, all right. Well, Marin, we got on here today. I had you on to join the, the live stream because um, as people may or may not know, uh, we have been doing this podcast chat for God for several weeks. Uh, for those of you who don't know the whole backstory, I started it quite a while ago with um, Ashley from Girls Chat, who some of you might know. And then we did like 
I don't know, something like 20 episodes. And then uh, we had, let's call them creative differences, uh, be that as it may. And, but we're still cool. Ashley and I are still cool. And so then Ashley went off, did her own thing. We put, this up, we put the podcast to the side. But people were telling me they really liked it. And I really had a good feeling about it. Like it was, it, was, it hit something really special. So I would kind of put the word out. I, I was interested in starting it back up. If someone was interested in the concept and wanted to do a podcast and Marin, you never did any podcasting, but you have an interesting kind of background in, in tech and, you know, uh, your own kind of personal adventures with Christianity and religion. And so you liked the idea and you were like, I want to try it. And so uh, we did a bunch of episodes. I forgot. I didn't count. I didn't count how many we did, but I think it was almost like 20 or something like that up there. And then uh, in Clubhouse, I think. Yeah, we also did a weekly clubhouse thing for a little while. We experimented with that. And anyway, so just getting people up to speed. So we brought back the Chat for God podcast, and it was cool. We got, uh, once again, we got a lot of positive fan mail. People really liked it. Uh, we both enjoyed it. But we want to give everyone an update because we haven't uploaded in the past few weeks. So we just thought we owed it to the Chat for God you know, contingent in my audience. Uh, we just wanted to basically connect with you and, and give you a little bit of an update. It basically turns out, well, how would you put it, Marin? How we you you and I have been brainstorming how, how we're thinking about it. Um, why don't you tell why don't you tell everyone from your perspective how you see the present and future of Chat for God podcast? Okay, that sounds good. And contradict me where, where you want. I, I feel like we both really enjoyed it. We had a lot of conversations that were super positive in I don't know, feeling like there was really something there and that we were getting a connection as co-hosts that was migrating us towards solidifying and becoming more serious about doing that work. I also think both of us felt in practice that the amount of work that Chat for God took on a week-to-week basis was large enough, even just in the maintenance, that we felt like we both wanted to double down in on something in a bigger way and make a big concentrated investment in it, as opposed to pretending to ourselves that we could kind of like tag this along or like pull this along in our lives. Otherwise, does that sound about, does that sound fair to you? Yeah, definitely. That, that basically sums it up. And what I also want to kind of tell people is that, I mean, we really enjoy doing trap for God and we really believe in some underlying concept that is uh, really worth following through on And we both would like to do it. The thing is with me, uh, and people who have been following me closely for the past couple of years pr- probably have a sense of this is like my, the other life podcast and the other life blog are, are kind of hitting a, a, a critical mass. They're hitting a kind of inflection point where I have like a, a really cool thing that I should really be focusing on and making it really, really good, making it really consistent. As you all know, I'm starting to pay Ben to really be like a professional assistant to help keep the output both high quality, but also consistent. And, you know, I have this like really good opportunity to make the other life podcast and blog professionalized and really, really good and consistent and grow that grow that whole operation. But that requires to, to go from a kind of hobby thing to a seriously ambitious professional project requires another level of focus and attention. And basically, my attitude with Chat for God was like, it's a great kind of second concept in my kind of media empire, if you will, but it's got to come after I get the the base foundation more professionalized and that's taking a ton of work. So basically what Marin and I discussed was like, and, and also for those of you who don't know Marin well enough, I mean, Marin, Marin's very modest. She doesn't talk about herself very much, but Marin is like a major 
investor and founder and she's like got a lot on and she you know moves very large sums of money and allocates all kinds of capital both like social capital but also you know uh investment capital and is like running quite a significant operation as well and so um what we basically decided was that we want to do something we want to do either chat for god or something you know in the vein of chat for god maybe it'll be a rebrand or something like that but we we believe in the project and we really want to do it again but when we do we want to do it right and do it a little bit more ambitiously so basically what i'm getting at is we are going to um keep chat for god on the shelf for a bit we're going to keep the hiatus going we won't be uploading new episodes for the foreseeable future at least for for several weeks but our current commitment to each other is that we are going to uh talk again in somewhere around eight weeks and we are we have um some some vision possibly for doing the, the chat for god podcast but on a whole higher level as a similarly kind of committed professionalized kind of operation where we would be you know sourcing some really serious guests probably getting an assistant on board to help keep that really high quality and consistent and so that's basically where we're at we don't want to do it as a hobby project which is what we were doing so we're going to put it on pause but we want to make it return and we can't really promise anything because we both have a lot on and we just have to see one step at a time but basically the TLDR here, folks, is that we both want to bring it back. And if we do bring it back, it's going to be for real. And it's going to be like an ambitious, serious project that she and I both commit to making a priority and really trying to launch it as as a significant, you know, kind of cultural force, hopefully, when giving it the resources and attention it deserves to do that. Hopefully after the Other Life podcast really gets more professionalized and, and solidified uh, with the kind of production flows that I'm building at the moment. So is that fair to say? Is that adequately uh, describe your your vision as well, Maren? Yeah, 100%. And a thing I want to say, if if this is going mostly to your audience, is that it has truly been a joy to get to know you. And I feel like our communication has always been really positive. And we both definitely have an, a lot of intuition and vision and I mean, we're both building our own kind of pseudo institutions in our in our own ways on parallel paths, if you will. Uh, so there's a lot of good that has come out of doing this. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do it and that you took a chance on pulling a stranger into it. And I really hope that we can give it you know, give it all we've got, like give it give it good focus, give it attention and give it what it deserves to be successful, because neither of us, I think, feel very good about doing things in a way that we know is like we're leaving something on the table, you know, we're being like a little half-assed, not not because we don't care, but rather because we do care, we can string things along that we'd rather do in a big capacity. Yeah, totally, exactly. I mean, I've already done like a hobby kind of experimental creative podcast type thing, which has turned out quite successful and is growing. So it's like, I, I, I don't wanna do another podcast unless I'm it's gonna be as good or better. It, so that's basically where we're at. It was fun to do. And uh, we like learned a lot uh, and kind of got into the groove together. Um, but if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And I think we both want to. So it should be good um, if and when it comes back in, in some kind of revived form. Um, Marin, any, anything interesting going on with you? Any talking points or uh, news in your life you feel like sharing or, or ideas or anything? No, I just, I, I just want to say that the comments that we got were really interesting and encouraging and the community that was found and built around this is also really awesome. The number of incredible people that exist on the internet that will come out of the woodwork for interesting projects, concepts, and be supportive of them is so cool. And not to be like, Justin, the people who follow you are so awesome. But 
I, I really have enjoyed peripherally interacting with uh, the, the folks who supported our work it, and yeah, hope to reconnect. All right. Awesome. We got a quick little comment here from J school account. I would like to see you interview the pastor of commons church on YouTube has a great series on the Girardian view of Christianity. Marin, have you ever heard of the pastor of commons church? I haven't, but I like the idea. Commons church feels mm. good to me. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that we've been, I had a book I wanted to flash, but I don't think I have it on the table. We, there's a bunch of people that Marin and I have uh, kind of had our, our, our finger on who we think would be excellent guests. There's a lot of cool, like kind of religious or Christian or, or other types of religious uh, kind of thinkers and people out there nowadays on the internet who are, are quite sophisticated and interesting. So uh, that, that might be something that we, we do if, if and when we bring it back more seriously. So yeah, always open to the suggestions. Um, all right, Marin. Well, I don't want to keep you any longer than is necessary. I mostly just wanted to bring you on so uh, you could join me in, in giving a little bit of a personal memo to the to the Chat for God subscribers who have been kind of hanging uh, without any uploads. So there you have it. If I don't know if you want to take off now or if you want to stick around, I have a few other topics, but uh, you're not you're not you're not needed. You're more than welcome, but you're not needed. So as as your schedule demands. I'll just be a very large audience member. No, I'll let you go. Uh, thanks cool. for thanks for pulling me in and thanks everybody for your encouragement. We have All right, Marin. I'll hope. talk to you later. Bye. Later. All right. Cool. So a few other things on the agenda today. Why don't we go right to, uh, let's go to Luke Smith, this guy. So uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. So this guy, Luke Smith, I don't know too much about him. Uh, I'll give you my summary of him. He's a YouTuber. And from what I gather, he, he does videos. His niche is kind of like Linux, <laughs> I think, and like computer stuff. But he's got it. He's got an interesting style, and he's definitely got a, a very you know unique voice. He he kind of it's kind of the intersection of like Frog Twitter and Linux. It seems to be his, his niche, and that's very interesting. That's cool. He's you know he's articulate dude. I think he's also um, a Christian dude. So um, I, I generally like him. I, I mean, I don't. I try not to watch too much YouTube, so I can't say I watch many people, but um, seems like the kind of stuff I probably would watch. And, um, you know, he's a kind of middle-aged Christian man who's, uh, you know, interested in, you know, computing. And I think he's particularly interested in kind of, you know, anti-establishment kind of independent culture because he's interested in Linux for, you know, all the all the good things about Linux, like, you know, controlling your own computing. And... Uh, he, I believe I've gathered that he's like moved into the, he's moved into the boonies. I think, I think he's a kind of back to the land kind of guy. Uh, but in any event, he's, he's got a, he's got a pretty significant audience. He's, he's built quite a YouTube channel and he's got a, he's got a clear voice and he's a smart, interesting dude who speaks, uh, on, you know, interesting topics. So generally nothing but, you know, nothing but good vibes, uh, towards Luke Smith. Although I'm not, you know, I can't say I know too much about him. That's, I just gave you my summary of what I know about him. But anyway, um, we definitely have overlapping audiences because over the years, a few people have messaged me or emailed me and said, oh, Justin, you should get Luke Smith on the Other Life podcast. And so back in the, back, you know, when I think of for the first few people told me that I should talk to him, I emailed him as I do. I take people's, you know, requests seriously. and I look people up and he seemed cool. So I invited him on the podcast a couple of years ago. And I forgot what he said exactly. I, I don't think he was, you know, um, I don't think he said no or I don't think he was cold or anything, but. Uh, it didn't, it didn't come out, didn't come out for whatever reason, it didn't pan out and, uh, no big deal. It happens. It's uh part of the podcasting process. You, you, you invite a bunch of people. Some people ignore you. Some people say no, some people say yes, kind of yes, maybe. And then, you know, they kind of, it just doesn't work out. It doesn't come together or whatever. So no big deal on any of that. It's all good. 
Uh, but basically, so fast forward like two years later, I think that was two years ago. Yeah. So fast forward about two years later and uh, someone, two people actually just the other day DM me that uh, he, he, he mentioned me and it was kind of a funny clip. It was, um, he, he was both kind of being cool towards me, but also kind of throwing shade all in the same go. So let's, um, I, I think I thought it'd be funny enough to, uh, to play it and I will, I will reply. All right. So, uh, we'll just watch it. Let me grab the, let me grab the tab here. Um, this is on one of his, uh, typical live streams. Let's see, where is it? Yeah, there we go. I think he does a kind of AMA style live streams where he just kind of talks about lots of things and takes questions and whatever. So all righty. All righty. Let's see. Let's give this a listen. Uh, Pyface sends in five reals. Uh, so many Brazilians. Um, do you feel like university failed you? Did you expect it to be a place where people are pursuing the truth when you were younger? Um, I don't know if I expect, uh, maybe I did. Like, may, I, like I expected people to be minorly deluded by politics in universities but yeah i did think that oh there's going to be some sense in which like you can make it no matter you know you can have uh you can solve problems smartly you can find smart solutions and stuff like that and people will appreciate that okay so real quick i i'm remembering i i believe he was a phd student i forget what he was a phd student in and i'm not sure how that panned out i'm not sure if he finished the phd and decided to then you know move in, move into the woods or if maybe he quit his PhD, as is often, you know, the case, unfortunately, for people who, uh, you know, are truly independent thinkers, who therefore have provocative ideas, you know, a lot of people find it kind of halfway through their PhD, that it's just, it's not going to work. And so I'm not sure exactly how things panned out. But that is just a bit of background that that and now that I think about it, that's why I think people wanted me to talk to him is because we had that kind of um, academic background in in common. So let's hear more. Um, but that ain't the case. Like universities were worse than I could ever imagine. I want to do, I don't know. I, I, I sort of, I'm thinking about, and maybe this is weird, but I need someone to interview me about my time in university. A couple years ago, this guy, what was his name? Justin Murphy. Okay. Some of you guys might watch his channel. He, he's actually sort of, well, he has very soy dev physiognomy. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> and I think he's technically. Dude. <laughs> Okay, I mean, obviously, this this does not really hurt my feelings because I've heard this I've heard this quite a few times. Unfortunately, it's a it's a common insult I receive. I honestly, for the life of me, I I really don't understand it. I'm honestly in relatively good shape. I I'm really I I mean, I, I, I don't know. I I guess I some people have told me that my voice just sounds like a little gay. I don't know, but um, I'm 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 34 years old. I'm in. I'm in good shape. Like if when, <laughs> I don't know what to tell people. Like I lift weights. I do jujitsu. I don't know. I don't know what, to, I mean, okay. The coronavirus hasn't been the best for me. Been a little, been a little on my ass, maybe eating and not terribly well, but all things considered, I mean, I don't eat soy. I don't drink soy milk. Um, I'm, I'm generally like pretty keto and I'm in good shape. So I, I just, I, I don't know what to tell people, but, um, soy dev physiognomy is what he said. I always thought it was pronounced physiognomy. I thought the G was a, a, a soft G, but uh, there you have it, throwing shade. And yet Luke is saying he wants to be interviewed by someone, and then he's attacking the man who was potentially open to interviewing him. Well, all right, let's 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 watch more, and then I will reply. Technically, some kind of leftist, but then I think he read like mold bug or stuff, and he got a little red pilled. And he does interviews of random people. He asked me. He asked to interview me a couple years ago. And I sort of regret not doing it because I would have talked about because, you know, he talks a lot about academia and stuff. 
you know what? This is a common refrain from people who don't take my interview requests. I'm not kidding. A lot of times I will interview, I will invite someone onto the podcast and especially back in that time when I was smaller or back when I was like getting into trouble in the media and I, you know, people thought I was a little too hot to handle. At that time, I would often invite people on the podcast and they would either ignore or say no. And it was often because either I was seen as too small, not worth their time, or I was seen as like too dangerous, too sketchy, you know, too, uh, too edgy, you know, because a lot of people at the time were like accusing me of being, you know, evil, racist, whatever, um, NRX, whatever. And uh, it's happened more than a few times, several times, in fact, that someone back then who I invited on the podcast thought they were too cool or thought I was a little too hot to handle, who then a year later, they're sliding in my DMs or they're emailing me saying, hey, Justin, yo, let me get on that podcast. So it's happened quite a few times. I won't call anyone out by name. And frankly, a couple times I've, I've allowed it. I've, I've, I've turned the other cheek and uh, tried not to be too proud. And I have, you know, I have allowed people on the podcast who back in the day, you know, overlooked me or, the, you know, I caught them. I caught them sleeping on me, but that's all right. I don't, I don't keep a grudge. So uh, this is not the first time I'm hearing this kind of refrain. Literally, I quote, what did he say? He said, I regret not taking the invitation. That's right. So in the future, if you're out there and I invite you on the podcast, don't regret declining the invitation. Here we go. Let's keep going with this. And I would have talked about that kind of stuff with him. But um, the other thing is like, I'm not big on, I wish, you know, if someone's going to interview me, I'd rather it be in real life too. <laughs> it's, it's Dude, let's do it. I'll come. Wherever I don't know where you live, you live out in the boondocks. I don't know. Maybe you're like a super privacy dude. Um, but um, actually, without blowing up anyone's spot, I, someone in my audience did tell me. I won't say any details, but basically, someone said I think that he lives roughly in uh, North Florida. I hope I'm, that's not like doxing anyone. If someone told me that, it must be well known. Um, for what it's worth, I have family in North Florida. So who knows, Luke, maybe we can, maybe we can make it happen even in person. Maybe I can, I can interview you in your, um, you know, tree house that you're living in. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, or, you know, we'll just do it remote. Let's, let's see what else we got from, from Mr. Smith. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It just seems really lame doing an online interview, but you know, that's just, just how I feel. Yeah, it is a little lame, but it's easy. Definitely easier than, uh, traveling. And, uh, nowadays, you know, the technology makes it pretty good. So uh, let's see. Is this BitChute the... really lacks that suggestion bar. I mean, yeah. Bitch... Okay. That's, that's the end of uh, my appearance on the Luke Smith channel. Well, so my overall reply to this is, again, first of all, I don't have soy dev physiognomy. I, I, I honestly don't understand this, this critique. I, I, I admit I haven't been the healthiest since the lockdown started, but my baseline is I'm good and I don't eat soy. So don't throw shade on me out if you're out there. I'm not a soy boy, okay? But this doesn't hurt my feelings because I'm I'm now uh, inured to this this attack. Second of all, the, I guess what the, the basic question here is, should I have Luke on the podcast or not? I don't know. Honestly, I, I did kind of say to myself a few months ago, I said to myself, you know, when people sleep on me and then later they want to be on the podcast, I, I kind of was saying to myself, I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to say fuck off to those people. That's kind of, that's kind of my mood, but, but, but honest truth is I think, I think Luke Smith seems pretty cool. I, I really like his kind of independence. I like the style of his, of his whole thing. I like how it's kind of like lo-fi meme and authentic and organic. And it's like, okay, here's what I like about Luke. What, which I'll also say, 
I've been saying something similar about Sam Hyde. I've kind of changed my opinion pretty strongly on Sam Hyde. I used to think Sam Hyde was actually racist and I didn't fuck with him. But as I've watched more and more of Sam Hyde stuff recently, I'm of the opinion that actually Sam Hyde serves an extremely positive kind of pro-social niche, giving often extremely wise advice to young men and doing it in a way that's honest and and is actually funny and interesting for a certain type of person. And I, I think I see Luke Smith in a similar vein. I think, um, you know, I like that he's just obsessed with the topics he's interested in, in the stuff that he believes in, like Linux and whatever. And, uh, you know, he brings that kind of like edgy internet energy in a genuine and honest way. And yeah, it's like got frog Twitter stuff and it's, it's got like, you know, these different memes things, but it's, 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 it's real. It's not like he's not affecting anything. It's actually, this is the kind of, you know, that's just how he expresses himself. And he's got this kind of interesting YouTube aesthetic speaking style this whole ensemble has got a certain kind of vibe to it that's truly unique and and independent clearly the guy clearly doesn't give a shit what people think and uh it comes through and uh, and so that's exactly the kind of you know thinker or writer or or creator that i like the most and so i've been passively kind of watching luke luke smith's stuff for for you know ever since i first learned about him and the truth is i think he's pretty cool dude and I, i like what he's doing and um, so I would still very much like to have him on the podcast. So I suspect, you know, we have enough overlapping audience that someone will clip this and send it to him and let Luke know that I would love to have him on the podcast. If he still has my email in his inbox, he should hit me back up or I'll, I'll reach out and follow up with him eventually soon, hopefully. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll get Luke on the podcast. I think, uh, he owes me one now that he's, uh, you know, calling me, calling me soy dev, uh, physiognomy, by the way, what is the dev part of it? Is it like developer, like a software developer, like a soy software developer? Is that what soy dev means? I, I've never actually heard that that variation in particular. But uh, if that is the case, it's doubly wrong because I'm not a developer. But uh, yeah, okay, people are saying in the chat, developer. Well, I'm not a developer. So although I don't run Linux, um, what I one thing that Luke and I could talk about that might be interesting is I would love to know Luke's opinion on Urbit. Uh, people might know I've been getting increasingly interested in Urbit. I think it's actually really pretty cool. And I've been kind of spending more time on there and talking with people. I've had people on the channel who are kind of Urbit folks. So I'm sure he has strong opinions on that. That that might be interesting to talk about. So, all right. I think that's about enough on the, on the Luke Smith topic. That's my reply. That's what I got. And uh, what else? Anyone have any questions? Um, if you want to throw a super chat, I'm happy to kind of uh, talk about whatever people want to want to talk about. Uh, someone says, uh, didn't you make R tutorials, Justin? Yeah, I have a few R tutorials on my YouTube channel and I am planning to eventually, it's not immediately on the horizon, but I'm, I definitely want to, and I feel pretty strongly committed to doing this eventually. I want to do uh, R course, a, uh, more sophisticated and, you know, serious effort to basically make some content, create a little community around, uh, basically all, anyone out there who wants to learn kind of professional quality data programming. And uh, cause it is probably all things considered of all the things that I know actually how to do that I'm, you know, that I have expertise in. It's actually the most directly useful and also economically valuable thing or skill that I could give to any of you probably. And I know there's a lot of people out there in my audience who maybe not a lot, but a good handful of you who are maybe a bit underemployed or just kind of looking for, um, some way to kind of um, improve your skills when it comes to doing independent research and 
uh, especially with a kind of programming angle. And R is not a real programming language. I mean, it is in a way, but it's, well, okay. Uh, programmers would say it's not a real programming language. So I'll give them that, sure. Um, but it's definitely, if you can learn how to use R uh, effectively, you're definitely learning, you know, the basic practices of, of programming. And in fact, it makes it quite easy to get your feet wet because the, the development environment for R is relatively nicely contained. Um, whereas like setting up your, your development environment for other program programming languages is often a little bit trickier and more likely to give you different kinds of snags. So R is actually, I think a pretty fun and good way to, if you've never done any programming to just learn the basic logic of programming, like just writing basic code and little simple you know, loops and all, all of those, um, kind of basic, um, aspects of programming. So yeah, I, I actually think it's something that I could do quite well since I'm, I'm, I'm quite proficient in R and statistical data programming. Um, I would really like to, uh, create some, some kind of course or something like that for people out there who want to go deep on that. And I think I could really help people do that. So that's on the agenda. Too many, too many projects, too many ideas. What else is new? Um, trying to think. Yeah, so I got Ben working on the podcast. We'll still be doing some of these live streams, but um, maybe not as consistently. Something I'll say is that, I mean, we're going to be uploading very consistently, but we're going to be experimenting on what exactly we upload. One thing I will say, I want to give an update kind of on the, the, the overarching other life content game plan that we've been on for the past few months. I don't know how many of you would have seen it, but um, back when Ben first moved to Austin with me, when he first got here, we made a kind of goofy uh, recorded video where we basically, we, we were like talking about a kind of silly concept in retrospect is kind of retarded. But I was saying to Ben, like, Ben, if you can help me grow the channel like rapidly over the next few months, when you graduate, I'll give you like a massive lump sum of money. <laughs> well, massive for him. But uh, that was really stupid uh, in many ways. I, the honest truth is I've been like, as, as we've been, um, really kind of trying to professionalize and systematize the, the podcast and the overarching operation. Um, the truth is I've had some kind of like dumb ideas, honestly, that I kind of want to take an opportunity to, to retract a little bit. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I guess I had this kind of mental model where it's like, okay, I want to get more serious about the live. I, I want to get more serious about the, the, the brand, if you will, the podcast and the blog and the whole, the whole kind of other life system. I want to get more serious about growing it more ambitiously. And so that translated in my mind as we had, we should try some new things that are kind of more like growth oriented, and then we should just see what sticks. And so I was kind of like paying a lot of attention to different types of, of creators and seeing what, what works and what doesn't work. And that gave me a bunch of creative ideas for things we could try to do formats and templates. We could try to see if it brought, you know, faster growth and if, see if our audience liked it. And in retrospect, I mean, this wasn't like a very serious thing. It was just like what it was the mind state I was in. And I was brainstorming and thinking with this whole move to Austin, like what, how, how would we take a step forward to accelerate things and, and get more serious and ambitious about growing out the whole project. So it put me in the state of mind. And you know, what I, what I've learned, I think over the past few months of experimenting with Ben, we've done a few different types of video types and, and we've done these, these live streams weekly for a few weeks now. And what I've kind of learned is that chasing growth feels really, really crappy in my soul. And I just don't think I can do it. I don't think I want to do it. And I don't think I can do it. So you probably know what I'm talking about. We did a few different, you know, formats where we use somewhat clickbaity titles. And I kind of engaged in some 
you know, manners of speech that are not exactly very natural to me trying to be, you know, extra funny or trying to be whatever edgy to, you know, like make people excited and being a little bit, you know, combative kind of calling people out by name and being a little, being a little, you know, provocative and, and look, there's something that's good and funny and cool about that. And I, I will remain, you know, kind of uh, free to experiment. But the truth is, here's the thing. When you are speaking or acting or creating content in a way just to get growth, it, it has it has a way of, of truly kind of deteriorating your soul a little bit. And it's not that big a deal. I mean, people do it all the time. Um, but it does, it's mutually exclusive with my, my real long-term vision of what the intellectual life is or should be. And that's the whole reason I left academia. It's the whole reason I'm doing all of this stuff on the internet is ultimately for a very specific kind of set of values and a specific vision of, of the intellectual life, a, a certain vision of the work that I want to do that is at the bottom of it all. And so for me personally, I have to stay laser focused on that, you know? Look, I mean, I'm blessed with the fact that I'm fairly just by my temperament. I, without even trying, I say things that are occasionally whatever, sometimes edgy or or funny or provocative. So that, like, that's going to remain in a, a subtext of of everything that I do. But I think I was leaning into it a little too much in a way that um, I would just, you know, it's like, you know, what I would like the the following day after we uploaded a video, I might see like a thumbnail that we made and like the title of a video that we made, and I would like see it the next day, and I would feel like. I just didn't feel super proud of it. I didn't feel bad about it either. It wasn't that big a deal, but it was, it just, I didn't really recognize my highest self in it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I didn't leave academia to like be some fucking YouTube star or something like that. And therefore copy all of the conventions of YouTubers. That's just corny. And I was, we were, we, we kind of been like playing around with that a little bit and, you know, but that's good. I mean, the whole point of doing that is to experiment, to get some variation, to see what types of formats resonate and also that we like. And so it's good to learn what you don't like. And so it's good that we tried a few different things, but my little update for you today is I'm learning that the growth stuff that people do, everything from the, the conventions around titles to thumbnails to whatever, to the, to the, you know, combative, you know, culture of calling people out and this kind of stuff. I'm going, I'm, I'm not going to lean too hard into that. I, I want to focus more on just quality writing and reading and allow genuine videos or live streams or podcasts to emerge downstream of my most thoughtful and sophisticated capacities, basically. And I will do my best to make that interesting and entertaining and fun. And hopefully, you know, at times, you know, I just naturally, hopefully I will, uh, you know, um, be pushing the limits of, of what, what you're allowed to say or what you're you know, what is seen as in good taste or respectable, you know, I have no, you know, you know, I, I really don't care about respectability, but I do care about quality. And, and, and at the end of the day, I do want to kind of look back on my week and look back on my month and look back on my years and just feel like I was doing the highest quality work I could for the highest purpose that I could. And some of the stuff we'd been doing over the past few weeks, it just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that. And I knew it wasn't that. So yeah, it's not all bad though. Like we definitely learned, we definitely learned some things like calling out people by name is really good for views. Um, but here's the, like that Eric Weinstein episode I did, uh, people really like that. A lot of people also really didn't like it, but that makes sense. Cause what, what does the best is what polarizes. But, um, 
I think what I'm, so I'm going to take lessons from that and we're going to, we're going to, you know, try to incorporate more. Um, how do I put it? It's like, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to try to incorporate the aspects of, you know, like YouTube growth culture or whatever, but it's going to be secondary to the, the higher values and the, and the, the ultimate project of the other life empire, which is deeply independent intellectual work. And I have to, I have to kind of stay more true to that. The past few weeks, honestly, we've just been fucking around a lot and that's fine. It's not, it's not that bad, but that's, that's my two cents on that. But, um, let's see what else. Um, yeah. So what I'm doing right now with Ben is like basically making work, like documenting processes and stuff like that. So I can actually give him like, I'm going to be paying Ben a legit salary and he's going to have to do like real work every week. Um, so that's going to be good. Um, but in the meantime, I'm probably just going to hop on here periodically, maybe somewhat unpredictably to talk about things when I feel like it or when, when, when suits, I got a lot going on right now. I'm doing courses, you know, I'm doing the Gerard course, shout out gerardcourse.com. You can check that out or download the free syllabus. It's pretty sweet. And, uh, and I'm also still building the indie thinkers community, which is its own kind of standalone project. So yeah, shout out indiethinkers.org. But, uh, I got a lot, I got a lot on right now. Um, it's a bit crazy, but I'm really, really excited because we're going to get Ben working hard on helping with the audio and video, and that's going to make sure the other live content comes out high quality and, uh, consistently that way I can focus on the other things. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a challenging period because I'm not making a ton of money. I'm not making like enough money to, you know, give Ben like a proper, you know, um, like super high salary. I'm going to pay him fairly and I'm going to pay him like market rates for doing audio and video editing. In an ideal world, I could give him like, you know, $45,000 a year salary commitment or something like that, but I'm not making that kind of money and I don't want to raise capital. I probably could. I know enough friends now who probably would be happy to write me a check, um, do like a small angel round. I probably could, but I just, I, I like staying lean. I want to do this on a, I want to do this on a, a self-funded basis. Uh, but I'm not, I'm making enough money from the combination of all these things to support what I'm doing, um, and to start paying Ben, but that's going to basically bring me back down to like a very shoestring life budget. Like everything's going to be barely, barely paying for itself. And, uh, for the next few months while I get Ben up, up and running. So yeah, it's a little stressful. It's a little, it's a little challenging, but, um, I'm confident that I'm going to get Ben to a place where his work has a positive ROI, makes him good money and at least breaks even for me and saves time. And I'll be able to focus on, on other things like, for instance, getting really good guests and doing a lot of research before I talk with people and writing really good posts. Like my blog posts, honestly, my, my blog and newsletter, that stuff gets more value, all things considered than anything else. Um, because like writing is just the coin of the realm. Writing, it, writing is the most valued medium that exists. So there are different pros and cons of different mediums, but pound for pound, writing is probably the best for doing high level original thinking. And it's also the medium that's most respected by other smart people basically. And so I think the best system has to kind of focus on writing and then makes podcasts and YouTube and stuff like that kind of downstream of the, of the writing. So I have not been doing much writing over the past few weeks or months, even really I've done some for sure, but not as much as I'd like. And so this is kind of just an, a, a quick kind of inside look at, uh, at my mind and the strategy and all of that for what's going on moving forward that the goal is Ben will take a lot of work off my plate doing audio and video editing. The quality on that stuff will get better and the consistency will get better. 
and then I'll be able to do better reading and thinking and writing high, high quality intellectual work each week. And then that will, that will manifest itself in the podcast, in the videos as just a better version of Justin who has like more genuinely hard earned ideas and insights to share. So, um, that's kind of the, str the strategic wager. And like I said, I'm not making a ton of money. So this is all like, it's going to work, I think financially, but it's, it's like, uh, it's a shoe, it's a shoestring kind of budget. So, um, that's where I'm at. That's just a quick little update. All right. So, um, no super chats coming in. So, uh, I guess no questions or comments from people, but, uh, that was fine. I just kind of wanted to hop on here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening as always. And, uh, that's the other life podcast live stream for, for this week. Um, we have some high quality though, recorded episodes that are going to be coming out as well. So this is just a little live a short one. All right, everyone, other life podcast, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast and go do that, by the way, get this on your phone. Uh, so in case you miss an episode on YouTube, you can listen to it later on your phone. Um, a review in iTunes would also really help trying to, uh, we're currently at around like 93 in the Apple iTunes listings for the philosophy category. And, uh, it's not bad top 100. It's kind of good, but, uh, my goal, I want, I really want to get that down to, um, you know, I want to be like the top 20. I think we can totally do it. Um, that's one of my goals. So giving a positive rev review helps with that. And, uh, yeah, basically I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to be doing any more of the kind of wacky, the, the, the weird, random corny, the weird, random corny stuff that we've been doing. Expect less of that. I admit some of it's been a little corny, but the good stuff that you found like funny and, 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 and worth doing because I received a lot of positive feedback about some of the new formats we've been doing as well. Um, I'm going to keep that aspect. So um, yeah, we're just, we're finding our groove and thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for following along as always subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. And uh, that's about it. Thanks everyone. Talk to you later.